Welcome to episode 36 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. And I'm Will and Dale West. I ain't got no picking to talk about this week. I don't really either. <laughs> uh, we attempted one. I mean, sort of. We yeah. went and checked one out, a buyout, and I did hit a Goodwill the other day, and it was awful. It was one of the worst Goodwill experiences I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Which one? The Hutto one. I went there. What date? When did you go? Uh, Saturday, which is Saturday. never a good day. For goodwill but right. at the same time like there wasn't nobody in there hardly mm-hmm. the wet the weather's been really bad here yeah. lately as far as i mean you can't no garage sales because of the rain and mm-hmm. everything a lot of hail yeah so that's all been a bust and then the goodwill yeah it was like i saw the same things in there that i've been seeing for months really like, yeah and i'm thinking like send it to the bins right you know? but i hadn't been to to Hutto in a while. I mean, I used to go to Hutto like once a week. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't been in a while, but I went Sunday after we yeah looked in, at the clean out. And it wasn't great. I think I spent like $12 or really? something and got three things. I didn't buy a thing. That's what happened to me last time I went there, though. It was probably two months ago that I went. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't, didn't buy a single thing. Yeah. And that's rare. It is. But it was just, it seemed like there's... No inventory, hardly, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, I know they're getting donations, but right. I don't know. They're not putting them on the shelf, or they're just not getting good donations, or what the Yeah, I don't is. know. I feel like Goodwill has kind of, uh, during the like height of the pandemic, when everybody was staying at home, they started doing a lot on their online stuff. Yeah. And maybe they're making more money, so they're keeping all the good stuff for that. Maybe. Because I noticed before... So this so hard to keep track of time during the <laughs> last year, but so there was like three months of like the solid lockdown, didn't right, go anywhere, right, stores right. weren't open, uh, and then everything kind of opened back up, smaller capacity, and that's when Goodwill was amazing. Yeah, it was good for a while, yeah. and then uh, I don't know why I stopped going. If it was just because we did so well in Lagrange or what happened? I think that's a big part of it, and I also think because we've been doing the buyout type thing that we're getting so much inventory that it's almost and we're getting it so much cheaper Mm -hmm. going to goodwill picking two or three things and spending a little more when you already have so much to post Mm -hmm. you know so maybe that's why but after that break is when it seemed like things went downhill yeah i don't know what happened maybe it's just the season yeah well i mean lagrange is always good but it's definitely not as good as it was six months ago yeah and that may be Kind of like everything, you know, like, you know, when Christmas hits, everybody's getting rid of stuff to right. go Christmas shopping. And then after Christmas, they're getting rid of stuff. And then it slows down. Right? People right now are into schools coming up. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready to vacation, all that right. type of thing. So maybe it's just part of the season. And I think that's always the way. Summer's always kind right. of slow for everything. Yeah. So. Well, and also, everybody is having garage sales now, so they're probably not donating as much. Yeah, good point. It's a shame. <laughs> it's all good we're we're finding ways yeah oh yeah no i always find something but i didn't end up going anywhere until sunday because i got the second covid shot and it was not fun yeah knocked you down huh? <laughs> knocked me down yeah it was it actually wasn't terrible it was just that i didn't have any energy yeah and it threw off my sleeping schedule like crazy yeah well you gotta take a little break every now and then yeah. anyway yeah like i said we got plenty of stuff uh-huh. <laughs> no it, it was just that. it was so painful because lagrange you, they put out the pictures to tease you every week right right so you already see things you want and you know it's good money there was this uh sony amfm player 
but it was brand new sealed, but it was from like 1999, 2000. Oh, and you know it's it, brand new sealed, mm-hmm. something like that is good. It's so weird, the Sony stuff that's sealed. Like it can be the most random accessory in the world and it'll be worth like 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's still new in the package. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like collectors. Maybe. It's Maybe they're sending those off to get graded now. Like you can just grade anything <laughs> yeah. packaged. It's grade a sealed Sony cassette player. Like a little old, like a 1996 pack of Ninja Turtles gummies. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may get to that point. It might. Know. It's it getting might. nuts. Yeah, I don't. I wonder what the. Do you think it's nostalgia or is it like because everything is so disposable now? It's because it's like. Yeah, most people threw it away, maybe, and so, like, if I got a mint package. Right, or that, or, like, because now you can get anything in the world, people just want what you can't get, I guess. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Which I guess is kind of always what makes stuff valuable, but I feel like it's crazy for stuff from, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, the people that are now, that are have enough money to afford it are from that time. That's you true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think about myself, and I'm like, 10, 20 years ago... I couldn't afford the things that I wanted when I was a kid, you know, right. I just didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't have great jobs at that point and things like that. Now I got some money. Right. I can afford, like if there's, if I wanted to buy Mike Tyson's punch out, I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so maybe that's it. Like our generation's getting older and the eighties, nineties stuff. That's why it's doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. This is, I guess, just the first time living through stuff from my childhood being valuable. Yeah. And it's weird. It, yeah, I guess so. Uh, speaking of the PSA stuff or like the grading and whatnot, uh, I check it every now and then because yeah. you remember I had the little issue where I was like, I don't think it's going to make it there and they're right. going to send it back. So there's like eight stages in the process. Okay. I'm in stage three. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. What stage is it? Uh, so the first stage is basically receiving, we receive them, uh, and we're, we put it in our inventory. Right. The second one is... They input it into their system and in, in, into their inventory, I guess, on, online or in their cloud or whatever mm. they got. The third one is the research. Okay. But that's not necessarily the grading. Right. The fourth stage is the grading. Okay. I think the research part is to make sure that the inventory list that I sent in matches the cards that I sent in. Gotcha. The fourth step would be the grading. The fifth step, I think, is... Uh, a second review of the grading. And then there's like a sixth step where they go in and encapsulate it. A seventh step where they go in and look for errors on the tag and the encapsulation. And <laughs> then they ship them to you. Goodness. So at the, I feel like the last parts will go a little quicker, right. one, except the grading. Mm-hmm. Once they get past the grading, I feel like speed it'll up speed a up bit. a little bit. But I sent them in in March. It's now May. So... I anticipated at least three months. You know, it could be anywhere from three to six right. at this point. I'm, I'm guessing, but we'll see. Just a little update. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's taking long for sure, but I forgot it was that recently that you sent them in. It feels like forever. Ago it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it was at the beginning of March. Okay. So, and I could be wrong. It could have been at the end of February. I we'll know they to. received that. It was at the end of February because they received them at the beginning of March. I remember now because I had to look at your tracking, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what was happening. Yep. Oh, speaking of, speaking of which, I got a message uh, about a lost package the other day from a buyer, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't necessarily lost. They just said it hadn't arrived, and it was like a day after it was supposed to arrive. Look at the tracking, and uh, their message said, "Hey, 
I'm not mad, not upset, just thought it was funny because my package has been all over California. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and it had gone from like one uh, city to a sorting center, then to another city. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I asked him, I said, was the address you gave me correct? Because it said it got forwarded. That's why it's going all over California. And he said, uh, he said it... I don't know how to explain this properly. <laughs> he said it's correct, but I asked them, I gave them a change of address. So okay. essentially, no, it's not correct. Okay. You sent it to an address that maybe was correct at some point, and now there's a forwarding address right. from there. And I just cannot comprehend what this guy's... I mean, he said he's not mad. Right, right. But you could definitely tell he was not happy with the that situation. Is, that it wasn't there. But that's his his fault. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what what did you expect to happen? Yeah. It got forwarded because you put in a forward order. Yeah. Makes I, no sense. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I had a, a interesting one. What this is this is actually was a really cool one mm. because uh I had bought uh some bobbleheads on an online auction. Uh-huh. And I think either you I think it's when you went and picked it all up for me. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And uh, I had sold them the other day, and they were Texas Rangers. You know, the little dots that run around it, like, between innings? You mm-hmm. do a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a blue dot, a green dot, a red dot. <laughs> I had all three of those, and uh, somebody in Austin bought them. And I was like, okay. Bob, it was three pretty good-sized bobbleheads. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? These are going to cost me probably 12 15 bucks to ship. Right. And I was like, so I just wrote the address down. I put it in one of them little mattress bags that we get from LaGrange. Mm-hmm. And... I got off work this morning, drove by. I was like, I'm just going to drive over there. It was literally three minutes out of my way to drive home. I was like, yes. <laughs> so I drive in there, and it was in an apartment, too. Like uh-huh. a, I think it said, um, like, fancy living, not fancy living, but uh, luxury living apartment uh-huh. thing. And I'm like, oh, no, the gate's going to be closed. Yeah. The gate was open. <laughs> yes. That's the second, yes, you know. I pull in. And then I'm thinking, if I leave this on this dude's apartment doorstep, right. it might get stolen, right? Mm-hmm. So I park, and I'm maybe maybe they're home, whatever. So I walk in, and normally apartments got the breezeway that goes all the way through. Right. This one didn't. It was nice. You walk through the breezeway, there's a door on the left, a door on the right, and that was it. So And then there was like a little cut inside, so I could walk down the breezeway, and his apartment door was on the right, but it was like... Oh, so you couldn't see stuff. You couldn't see it, so I just stuck it in that little... Go. perfect. So I saved a little money on the ship in there. There That could have been a sale of the week just because of that, you know? (laughs) But I didn't throw it in there. Yeah, because you got the shipping money, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do free shipping, but still. I do, but that means that would have cost me 15 bucks out of the sale of the item. Right. So I saved it. (laughs) There you go. That's what I'm talking about. And sometimes, you know, you just click print. This one, luckily, I just saw Austin. I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. Right. You know, like, this ain't going to be a, it's not a t-shirt. It's going to cost me something. Mm-hmm. So sometimes slowing down might help a little bit. Yep. But the odds of selling something that close, you know, doesn't happen very right. often. But Right. No, I definitely need to <laughs> slow down in my shipping process. I forget what happened. The Oh, so I use Pirate Ship to mm-hmm. ship my stuff. It, unless it's FedEx, then I do that through eBay. And so uh, Pirate Ship automatically imports everything. So it had imported a package that was supposed to go FedEx. And I was just going through it super fast and bought it through there. Yeah, so it was like pay, didn't $40. <laughs> but luckily you can cancel yeah. uh, postal service labels, but it takes like a month mm. to get refunded. 
Yeah, at least you caught it. Right. I mean, I guess you would have had to catch it because you know that that right. can't ship this this yeah. way. So, uh, did I ever talk about my package that got lost? There's been was, some, but I don't know. I don't think I ever gave one. the conclusion to the story. Uh, so mom had some knobs, some crystal knobs that she sold on okay. her store. And I sent them a month, month and a half ago. And uh, the buyer reached out about two weeks after I had shipped them saying they never arrived. So I looked and the farther, they were in North or South Carolina. The farthest they ever made it was Austin. That was the last scan was Austin. So I messaged them. I said, there's definitely an issue. It shouldn't still be in Austin mm -hmm. two weeks later. Yeah, that just happened to me, but it mm -hmm. worked out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this one doesn't end so well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I opened a case, a lost package case on the Postal Service website. And uh, I think I've talked about this part. They eventually, like two weeks later, replied and said, your case was resolved. And the resolution was your package was lost. You did. Yeah, right. you did talk about that. So I remember uh, was not happy with that resolution. So I figured uh, it's a first class package. I know I don't have insurance. They're not going to cover the cost of the item, but mm -hmm. at least they should give me a refund for the cost of the postage. Right. Pay you to do a job. You don't do it. You yeah. should get your money back. Yeah. So I called them. <laughs> first of all, it took about an hour and a half to talk to a person at the post office. I had like, to call like the uh, corporate post right, right. office. It wasn't just the local post office. Uh, went through like every menu possible. Finally uh, got to where I could talk to a person and the wait time was an hour. Mm. But luckily they have a thing where you can leave your number and they'll okay. call you back yeah. in an hour. So finally they call me back. I talked to the person telling my situation and they said, did you have insurance? And I said, no, I'm not looking for the cost of the item. I'm just looking for the cost of the postage. And yeah. they said, well, did you have insurance? And I said, no. And they said, oh, we don't refund. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? So only refunds if you have, uh, basically, if it's priority. Right. That's if when you're going to have. Or if you buy have. insurance. But if you buy insurance on a first class package, it costs the same as priority, yeah, which comes well. with free insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> that this is just ridiculous. Though. Yeah. That's the Postal Service, man. Yeah. That, that's. They're not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. And I mean, customer service might be a part of the issue, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't know. It's, it's yes, not, it, it's not one good. of those things where they're the cheapest service you can possibly go with. Yeah. So over the long run, it's worth it to mm -hmm. use them, even if once a year you lose $4 sure. in a product. Sure. Uh, but it's just frustrating. Yeah. Nah, I get it. <laughs> Super frustrating. Now I say I say mine ended well. I got this, a similar thing. It was uh, it was some bicycle like clip in shoes, bike sh biking shoes. Oh, I, you got those at like Goodwill or something, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And uh, I'd sold them really quick. Mm -hmm. I got them for twenty. I think I sold them for seventy bucks. So it was a decent little profit. And uh, it, they were going to San Diego. I, th I think, or maybe South Dakota. It's I remember SD in my head. Okay. So one of the two. Uh, I think it's San Diego, though, for some reason. Um, but the dude messaged me. He's like, hey, what's the deal? Can you send me tracking? Because when I look at it, it's showing them still in Austin. Uh -huh. and it's like a week later. I'm right. Like, oh, no. So I look. I'm like, yeah, it, they're stuck for some reason. Right. I was like, I'll give them a call and see if I can figure it out. Well, the next day, uh, I looked at it, and they had moved. Okay. And then he messaged me a couple of days later. He's like, hey, man, they're like in Iowa. 
<laughs> and uh, did you put in the wrong address? I'm like, nah, because I just do directly from eBay. So, right. it, and then I checked just to make sure, and it was going to San Diego, but somehow they ended up in Iowa. And I messaged him. I was like, look, man, this is sometimes just the way it goes, right. and it will get there. And the only reason I say it worked out is because he hadn't messaged me back. I need to check if they've actually made it mm. there, but I'm assuming they did. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, having worked at the post office. That mistake is simply just somebody throwing it in that tub right. instead of that wrong tub. tub. Yeah, and then it ends up in the wrong truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I told him. I mean, I just guess that was how it happened. Right. You right. know, but that's that's usually all it is. Most like the the sorting centers in Austin, most of it's done on a machine mm-hmm. that sorts everything. But even a machine like falls out, somebody picks it up and throws it in the wrong tub or yeah. something like that. Yeah, or machine throws it on the floor. Somebody throws it away or something. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to yours. <laughs> yeah. It seems that anytime I have a problem, it's always either in Austin or Dallas. Yeah. I'm sure they're, I mean, they're super busy. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's a rural area. Right. It's a big, big city. So, mm-hmm. well, I uh, have another story. Okay. So I had, well, uh, so I reached out to eBay because I had somebody open a return. Uh, this isn't the main part of the story, but I just think it's funny. They opened a return on a video game, and the description said, returning because game doesn't work due to your illegal hacking. Your illegal hacking? My illegal hacking. Dang, I didn't know you were into that, buddy. Me neither. <laughs> Must have done it in my sleep. Uh, so, And they had left a review, a positive review, but it said the same thing. That's really weird, too. Yeah. So I just ignored it. I said it was like a $4 video game that I got for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they sent it back, give them a refund, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, never sent it back, so I reached out to eBay to close the return. Because normally I let eBay close it on their own, mm-hmm. but when it's a crazy person like that, I try to get it closed <laughs> as soon as possible. Uh, so it was like two or three days after they were supposed to ship it, and they never had. Reached out to eBay, closed it, no problem. But while I was on the phone with them, I said, hey, I've had this issue where about a month ago I sold a pair of shorts. Yeah. And y'all canceled the order because you said it was a sp- suspicious buyer. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. And But the item never left my shipping queue. Like all the information had left, the picture was gone, but I still had an order for that amount mm-hmm. uh, ready to ship. And I called them about two weeks ago, and the person that I talked to then was not competent. Okay. Could not figure out my problem. <laughs> yeah. But this guy was the best customer service agent I've ever had at eBay. He said, okay, let me take a look at it. He looks at it, and he said, yeah, I can see we canceled it. Um, Here's what we can do. We can either cancel the order, but we never took the money back from you to give to them, so you'd have to refund them $20 still. And I was like, okay, no big deal. And then he goes, all right, uh, maybe I shouldn't even say this on the podcast, but you don't know his name. He's just an eBay agent. He said, don't tell anybody this because we're not <laughs> supposed to do this, but this guy was not a good guy. We had tons of problems with him. Really? So if you just want to archive the order, it'll co- go out of your queue, and then you can keep the money. Hmm. Okay. So that's what I did. <laughs> so he was, he was the uh, the hacker, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird that he would claim that you're the uh, hack, some sort of game hacker or something. Well, th- or this was two separate, separate oh, okay. things. This was for a pair of shorts. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it was I just happened to be on the phone with him already, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, while you're on the phone, let's yeah. see if we can figure this out." 
Mm-hmm. And he also told me that he'd probably never get that money anyway because they canceled his eBay account. Gotcha. So they don't really have a way to send him money. I'd basically just be giving the money back to eBay for mm-hmm. him to eventually get if he ever reached out trying to get gotcha. it. Gotcha. So they just said, keep it. Keep it. Hey, that'll <laughs> work. I'm sure eBay is making plenty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> making plenty. I know they're getting 12% off my sales. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 No, I, I, today, no, yesterday, they do this new thing now where they send you your monthly invoice for your fees, mm-hmm. but they also send you what they call like a, I think eBay tax breakdown or something like that. So like the invoice now, it's usually not very much because it's just covering anything you're, that didn't come out of your payouts for some reason. But the second form they send you is everything they've took out of your payouts. Uh, okay. And I hate seeing that. I don't even look. <laughs> I don't look at none <laughs> well, of they that. used they used to not. You used to have to go to like a specific part of the website to see it, but now every month they send you a statement with it. Yeah, and it was like a thousand dollars this month, <laughs> which, I'm, yeah. which I mean is great. I'll take it because I mean I'm selling a lot, but yeah, just I know, don't show it. To yeah, me. don't. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I've never even looked for anything like that. I don't want to see what I'm giving them. Well, I, I didn't even intentionally look for it. I just saw eBay tax statement, so I thought. This is something that I got to pay. So that's why I looked at Okay. It. Yeah. That but makes sense. <laughs> I will not be going to that in the future. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's extend an apology out to our uh, YouTube viewers for last week. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Colton asked me when I got it. He's like, did you watch last week's episode? I said, no, nah, I haven't. I hadn't checked it out. And he goes, okay, well, I did. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Apparently, well, you explain it because I don't know exactly. Yeah, so we recorded the podcast, and uh, you left fairly quickly. I had band practice that evening, uh, so I didn't... Usually what happens is you leave, and I automatically start editing it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't that day because I knew I had band practice. So I put everything on my computer, but I didn't touch any of it. But I noticed the video file was extremely small for one of the longest episodes we've done in a while. it was almost an hour. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, that's strange. Let me look at it. And I open it up, and it's a time lapse. That's four <laughs> minutes long for an hour-long podcast. Is that something that the GoPro does? Yeah, so okay. on the GoPro, it has a picture mode, it has a video mode, and it has a time-lapse mode. Gotcha. And it's touchscreen to switch to it. So I'm guessing I brushed across it on accident. Probably, because I remember we were setting up quick, and uh-huh. you're like, I'm just going to wing this, and you yep. throw it on there, and I bet you hit it. Yeah, yep. that's funny. So. You got to listen to it. And look at a slideshow. <laughs> yeah. So. That's why, I don't know if you noticed, I posted our finds and sales on Instagram. I did see that, yeah. That's why I did that. Okay. Yeah. Because they weren't weren't in the video. I mean, honestly, if you're watching it on YouTube, the slideshow isn't probably that much different. We're right. just sitting here talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, so. most people that I talk to that li- watch it on YouTube have it on while they're doing something else. So basically listening to it yeah. like a podcast yeah. or on Spotify type thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this week, all goes according to plan. Yeah, if you want to see us moving around in our chairs, my, my new chair. <laughs> Brand new. That's right. We didn't even talk about that on last week. Yeah, I forgot to talk about it. I walked in and Colton goes, that's your chair, your new chair. And I was like, oh, nice. Appreciate it. And he's like, no, it's actually yours. It's like, oh, yeah, I brought that in from a clean out. It's so much nicer than uh-huh. the old one. Look at, look at this. I can rock back and forth. <laughs> that old one, I'm sure, went to like the very bottom of your back yeah it was like a little kid's rolly chair uh-huh. so yeah this is nice <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
Well, I wanted to talk about, we've been kind of in the past couple of weeks transitioning as a business into, or not even really transitioning, just kind of figuring out how we want to do things in the future. Yeah, we're still doing what we've always done. Right. We're just trying basically to expand. Right. Uh, and one big thing we've been discussing is consignments. Mm-hmm. We, we've always taken consignments you've taken consignments from mauve i will can oh yeah i'll continue to do that right. just because that's a deal we made and right i'm, I'm sticking with it yeah yeah and uh we've got bradford stuff which we'll keep doing mm-hmm. but in the future i don't want to speak for you but for no, myself pretty much there might be a few for me in the future just because like if somebody at work's like hey can you sell right. this for me but as far as a business model or plan, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I think we we're just too busy and we have too much going on to take any more big accounts right. like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the thing that we found from doing consignment. How long have you been working with Moth? Uh, on like three years, three probably. Years. Uh, for me, having only done it for probably not even a full year now with like Bradford stuff and mm-hmm. Mom stuff. Uh. I just found that I don't make as much money doing that as I do doing my own stuff. Right. It's it's time the time right. that it takes is the problem. Yeah. And you know, we're pretty generous with our cuts. Like I mean, especially me and Moff. Mm-hmm. I do it it's a seventy thirty. Right. And obviously thirty's mine, you yeah. know. But that's more of a friend deal and we kinda do it together and we enjoy doing it and I we do it at work. You right. Know? So it's not that big a deal. It doesn't take up my free time that I have at home to do mm. other stuff. So that's fine. And we'll continue to do that. But the, even with the other one, like with Bradford's, it's a 60, 40 deal, which is, you know, it's good, but I, I think most people probably do at least 50, 50. Right. Well, and the thing but, with what we're doing with Bradford is it's 60, 40, but then it's split between us. Correct. So it's really 20% a piece. Yeah. And it's fun because he brings us some cool stuff. Yeah, it's no, interesting. it's been interesting. And for it's sure. been good to get to know him and stuff. The time and money, it doesn't quite, you know, pay mm-hmm. for what it, you know, it just doesn't make sense to keep going right. and picking up more of them, basically. Yeah. But no, yeah. we'll 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 uh, honor the contracts we already have in place. Absolutely, but, and we enjoy doing it. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, working with Bradford, he's even come out here to drop stuff off and shown us stuff we already have that's worth something that we didn't know anything yeah. about. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a knowledgeable guy. He knows a <laughs> lot of stuff. Uh, but why you said that is because we had talked about a, a possible buyout, and I talked to the guy, and it was going to be, and I was interested in doing it, you know, and it's hard to turn down a job. Right. But he had... It, there was some emotional attachment to these books and it was like 1500 books which we have a barn full of right. stuff right now and which is a ton of books and they didn't want to do a buyout they only wanted to consign which completely understand but for us like you were saying it's just the time and the money just ain't quite right right yeah <laughs> and, and the storage you know yeah no that's so. that's a big i think a lot of people that want to consign stuff have in their minds that they'll get more money for it but honestly like we'd pay them probably about half of what they're worth to sell them ourselves yeah i think it's just that they see the money coming in slowly and it makes more sense right you know they're like oh i sold that book for this much Mm -hmm. even though they're not getting that much they can see the value of that one particular item and Mm -hmm. i think that's what they like about it right 
but yeah and i think also a lot of people don't understand the they're getting the reason we ask <clears throat> or would ask so much in the future if we were to keep doing consignments for such a bigger portion of the profits is they get 50 percent to not really do anything i mean i know they paid for the books originally mm-hmm. but not only are we doing the work we're also paying for the fees the packaging and the packaging yeah and our time so i think that's what which understandably like if i have stuff i wouldn't want to sell it cheaply to anybody either but that's why i do what i do <laughs> exactly yeah and you know that goes with buyouts too you know i I, well, you know, I had the bad experience, right. and then we actually just went and uh, looked at another one mm-hmm. out in Weir, and uh, it, it wasn't amazing. The mm-hmm. dude was super nice, right. and the place was cool and everything, but the stuff that was in the potential buyout was not necessarily a lot of value, and it was bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I still haven't called him back because I there. It was interestingly enough. Oh. <laughs> we uh we got there and he had told me you know it's just some, some junk we had already had a sale and this is just what's left like all right cool so we'll look at that it's not going to cost us much he's not really attached this and that um but then looking at that stuff like in my head i'm like okay we can probably make a couple hundred bucks right and we can't pay hardly anything you right. know to make yeah. a couple hundred bucks because we'd have to drive back up there load it all up that's bring it all here unload it post that's a whole day or two worth of work right if we pay him a hundred dollars for that stuff and we can make a hundred or two hundred like that's just not worth it yeah but we walked in the first house (laughs) and there was probably 15 to 20 plastic bin tubs like this you know and he's like would y'all be anybody would be interested in this and we're like what's going on here it's full of sports cards and sports memorabilia <laughs> yeah. that I guess somebody in his family had collected. I think he said it was his brother-in-law. That had passed away. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely interested. <laughs> this is my stuff right here, right. you know? Uh, the only bad thing was I noticed, we didn't dig through it at all, you know? It just kind of looked, I kind of peeked around, and it looked like a lot of uh, early 90s. Right. Like the wax era, which is... There's some value, but it's few and far between. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's not worth much, but out of 15, 20 tubs, there's got to be other stuff in there, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I still am thinking about calling him, and I may make a... If if the, the thing is with that, he was like, well, I think it'd be better if we could have somebody go through it and do like a percentage. And I'm like, nobody's going to... I mean, I don't know anybody that would want to do that right. because if it is... That to me, that means that guy thinks that there's probably something in there that's super valuable mm-hmm. or lots of things. Right. And if it is 90s and stuff like that, I would hate to be that person that's like in a contract or in an agreement with him to do a consignment and be like, hey, look, like this whole box is 1991 Donruss and it's not worth a dime. Right. And he'd be like, no, you know, because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know anything about the right. And uh, I would hate to be in that. So I could only do that if he would do the buyout. Like right. I'm saying, consignment is pretty much out the window for us at yeah. this point. Yeah. So now they're like, we have family and friends that that will do it for absolutely. As far as like another huge deal, not 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 looking for it. No, no, <laughs> but. I, I tried to even pass that one on because I called him about the books and I was like, hey, man, like, 
We just can't do it at the time. Uh, timing's bad. Storage is bad. The money's just not right. But uh, I said, I would like to help you in some way or another, you know? Like, if you want to box them up, I'll buy a box at a time, right. you know? Or we can do something if if that, if, you know, you want to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well... I was like, but I do know some people. <laughs> so I sent him Louis' way. Okay. I don't know how that worked out or if they've contacted each other or not. But he said, well, I'd rather get it done. Right. Because they were on a time crunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll see. If it doesn't work out, maybe he'll call back and maybe there's another route. Because, I mean, the buyout is basically the only option for us. Right. So we'll see. Yep. <laughs> and we may have space at some point to do an- another one soon because we do have our sale coming yeah. up. Yeah, we... So. We got lots of stuff to sell, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Table's already full, and I haven't even unpacked stuff yet. Uh, I know. We got to start <laughs> going through it, man. And then mom, pretty soon, she's about to box up her whole room uh, <laughs> and bring it here, bring it up here. So, Nope. Mom, this is our spot. <laughs> this is our spot. <laughs> you pay for it, but it's ours now. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, looking at my notes here. Uh Nah, but we still are getting ready for that antique mall on June 1st Mm -hmm. for our booth in there. And that's basically what I've been excited about. Yeah. I haven't even been thinking. I mean, I've been thinking about sourcing and stuff, but that's the main thing I'm excited about because a lot of my inventory can move (laughs) to a new space and it just sounds fun too, you know? Yeah. A new new experience, new way to make some money and clear out some room. Yeah. So I've just been going through stuff, trying to figure out what's going there, what's staying. But yeah. So yeah, just looking forward to that. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into the. It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So, since I didn't get to go sourcing this week, I did some cleaning. And yep. you know what happens when I, I clean? Do. I do. They all do too. <laughs> <laughs> These are uh, Bushnell impact resistant shooting glasses. Uh, I think. Mom, either mom had found these or I had got a bunch of stuff from a friend that had a few odds and ends in it. It was all audio stuff, but then it had a couple weird things in it. I can't remember if it was mom's or in that stuff. But these have been sitting in a shelf for who knows how long and they're listed now for 50 bucks. All right. We'll see how <laughs> they do. They had a little like, uh, black specks on the I don't know if it was like from gunpowder from yeah shooting with them or what but well you know those glasses I mean not those particular ones but that style of glasses is popular now yeah. but those are legit yeah they're, they're old school mm-hmm. yep they even I mean they're sold they got the coral around the ear yeah <laughs> <laughs> I bet they'll say oh yeah and then this was in the same box okay this is a Sony remote but this is a Sony remote to an ADAP machine I don't even know what that is. So it's a uh, kind of it was like the transition from digital or analog recording to digital recording. Okay. Uh, it was like a tape, but it was digital tape. All right. I don't know how to, ex- I don't how to make no explain sense. that. As this uh, contraindicative. <laughs> i don't know the word it uh, doesn't make uh, sense uh, yeah i don't know what word either <laughs> anyway so since it is such a weird thing to have a remote for this remote's worth like 50 bucks as well sweet so yep 
I'm always always look at the remotes, y'all. I'm excited to sell <laughs> this one because you know you just throw that in a bubble mailer and you're oh good yeah, to go. super easy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, well let's get into yours. Okay, I'm gonna have to look this up real quick. I got to pull it up though. I just can't remember. I think it's uh do do do. Okay, I believe this is from the '80s. I mean, just by the look of it, mm-hmm. uh, and the other one, other comps I found, they most of them say '80s, '90s. So I did the same thing. Okay. But the brand is Andy Johns. <clears throat> Uh, it's a female, like a crazy color block. It's got shoulder pads in it, a ski jacket. Uh, I picked this up at a Goodwill. Uh, I think it was ten bucks, something okay. like that. Yeah. But I got it listed for fifty bucks. Uh, and I mean, it's super vintage, super yeah. cool. So I don't think I'll have any problems selling it. I might just have to wait for the right time of season. Right. But yeah. you know, that's coming up. So All no right. big deal. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And that right there, that's my that's my beer of choice anyway. <laughs> uh, it is a um, solid brass Lone Star beer um, belt buckle. I uh, didn't really pay anything for this. It came in a in a buyout, uh, so I mean I, I paid something for it, right? Probably pennies. Yeah. You know, it's from it's got nineteen seventy five etched in the back of it, okay. so it's, it's super vintage. Uh, it's heavy, you know. It's yeah. cool. Um, I don't let's see what I got this listed for. I don't even remember. Do do do. I'm gonna have to go to my eBay to tell you what I got it listed at. <laughs> I need to put in some waiting music into our uh Yeah, like some elevator time, music. Yeah, every time we're trying to find info on something. <laughs> do, 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 Y'all write do, that in the comments. Do. Remind me to do that. Let's see. Lone Star. You could just sing to him. I got it for $38. Listed okay, for 38 there you go. <laughs> Perfect timing because I was not, not about to start singing. I uh, want to hear you. <laughs> all right. Is that all the fines already? That's yeah. all the fines. All right. We got through it quick. Sounds good. Well, let's get into the... When you buy real low, but you sell real high, it's the sell of the week. So, I've had this for a while. I yeah. got this for $2 in LaGrange. It is a vintage single stitch shirt, bad to the bone. The skull glows in the dark. What uh, size was it? It was, I think, a large. But it's an old large. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I probably need an old XL. I like it. I'd wear that. Thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's gone. I know it's gone. <laughs> Too <laughs> late now. Uh, it actually sold to somewhere overseas. Total with shipping, they paid seventy dollars for Good the shirt. Lord. I mean, I only sold it for forty. Yeah. But that's. I need to. Go through my listings and do the pirate ship uh, yeah, just to export. See if you can get them cheaper. Yeah, because I mean, I know it would have cost me probably about fifteen bucks to ship this through pirate ship export rate. Yeah, so I could have sold that to them for fifty-five bucks instead of seventy. Yeah, you need to look into that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy gonna, what they have to pay for. Yeah, the global shipping. Thing, right, you know, but. That means they really want it. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, but yeah, that I I'm vintage shirts are so good at Lagrange because you can find seventy dollars shirts for two dollars. They're always two bucks. Yep. Is any t shirt in there two dollars? Mm-hmm. Every now and then, if it's like something they kind of know, like say it's a Harley tee or something, right. it'll be three. Yeah, no big deal. But sometimes I think uh, that Batman shirt I think was a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous yeah i love that place uh-huh uh then this one was in my finds last week this is a kenwood cassette player 
bought for 10 bucks at bits and pieces sold yesterday for 65 bucks okay i think i listed it for 70 took an offer for five dollars less yeah right on all right let's get into yours Okay, this was in my finds last week yep. as well. This was from the LaGrange Drift store. It is a Nintendo Wii with controllers and the manual and all the connectors and and, and a also game too, right? Also Wii Sports. All right, that's what I'm talking uh, about. I listed this uh, for one fifteen, uh-huh. and I got like one or two quick offers. I was like, nope, nope, and then it sold like an hour later, Dang. full price. So. I don't know what your luck with Wheeze is. Mine always take a long, too long to sell. I don't know. Because I got one up right now for 65. I mean, it's 65 plus shipping, but still, yeah. that's. But is it just like the Wii? Bucks. Yeah, I don't See, have Wii Sports. Wii Sports is already like 25 mm-hmm. bucks on its own, you know? Yeah. So I think that helped quite a bit. And look at that presentation. Yeah, that's a great yeah, presentation. A beautiful presentation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be better if you had a white, white backdrop. I bet the manual being there helped quite a bit too. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times you're not going to have the manual unless mm-hmm. it's in a box, you know? So. That reminds me, I found a manual in here the other day. I need to throw it in the listing with mine. Yeah, it might help it. Might. Because, I mean, it ain't like you need the manual. No. Just add it to it. Boom. Uh-huh. Sale. There you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. And I wouldn't have had that one without you. So appreciate You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one is interesting. I didn't really know what this was. It it's it's tiny. The little co- Well, I would a, notice. I mean, is it like a dime size or something? No, not even. It's like it's way smaller than a dime. Now, really? the actual blue part around it, I haven't said what it is yet because I'm going to look it up on maybe eBay and get a full description. But uh, the the blue circle around it is about the size of a dime. Okay. So the little coin in the center of that is like the size of an eraser. You know what I mean? Oh, really? It's tiny. Dang. Um, so, But it's solid 24-karat gold. Uh, and it's Ronald Reagan, mm-hmm. and it says proof January 20, 1981, and it's, you know, it's in a little coin case. Right. But apparently it's 0.3 grams of gold. Uh, I don't know. I really, I've never <laughs> seen nothing like it. I mean, yeah, I don't collect crazy. coins, and I really haven't done much with coins, but this was in a buyout, uh, just in a box I was going through, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Right. Looked it up, and so I probably, you know, like I say all the time, I probably pay pennies. Yeah, uh, I seen one sell for like seventy, seventy-five, or I saw one. That's terrible English. <laughs> um, and then I saw one sell for like twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Hmm, what to do?" I just right. put it at fifty bucks, and it's all. It took me about a week or two. Yeah, not bad. There you go, fifty-dollar sale. Yeah, I don't. Super cheap to ship that. You right. Know what I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a coin that small. Nah, it was really weird and interesting. But Did you put in the listing how big it was? Nah, because I assume whoever they, right. they know what they're looking yeah. at. If they're yeah. gonna pay fifty bucks for that, they know what they're looking at. I'm just but. imagining someone thinking they have like a half dollar coin and they <laughs> get it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the whole case and everything, you know, it's probably a good two inch by two inch. Yeah. So it, they give them what to pay for. There oh, you go. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it says how much the coin weighs in gold. Right. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. All it's good. all that matters. <laughs> all that matters. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? I don't believe so. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to leave a like, subscribe, comment. Uh, we really appreciate you all tuning in. You can find my store on eBay at Fears Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. Will he hit the lens this time? 
Nope. So close. Way off. Way off. So (laughs) close. Yeah, right. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Resale Brothers. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Follow sale high, y'all. Amen. (laughs)